Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Huntsville, Alabama with my good friends Jen and Ed Coleman of ColemanConcierge.com. They moved to Huntsville for Ed's job in aerospace and love that it's one of America's most affordable cities. They'll enjoy the easy access to the outdoors so you can go hiking, paddling, caving, and biking. In this episode, we talk about Space Camp at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center, Speakeasies at Campus 805, and the Craft Brew Trail. You'll hear these three fun stories and so much more in this interview. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Huntsville. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Acorns is one of my favorite apps because it helps me invest spare change automatically. Every time I make a purchase with a registered debit or credit card, the transaction is rounded up to the next dollar. Then, Acorn invests these roundups in my personalized portfolio. Plus, when you shop at participating retailers or service providers, you can earn additional found money to invest in your future. Examples of current and previous partners include DoorDash, Liberty Mutual, Macy's, and FedEx. I've been using Acorns for years and love how much money I've saved up from all these small investments. Sign up using my referral link at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns to start saving today. Hey, Jen and Ed, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having us. Absolutely. So when we met a few years ago, we actually met in Huntsville, Alabama, the city that we're going to be talking today. But at the time, you actually weren't living in Huntsville at the time, were you? Nope, we were not. At the time, we were actually living in San Diego, California. And after that, we were in Orlando, Florida before Huntsville. I had a great time when I visited Huntsville. And it's kind of just like that that really awesome thing that's going on in the universe that brought you to Huntsville. We saw each other at TBEX um, most recently in Billings. And it's like, oh, let's talk about Huntsville because it, there's a lot going on there. My son is nine years old. And he's really excited about going to space camp sometime either this summer or next summer. And I know there's a lot of other great things going on in the city. So what actually brought you to Huntsville? Well, Ed's job is in aerospace. So naturally, since Huntsville is kind of a mecca for aerospace, that was one of the main things. Also, the pay to cost of living ratio is amazing. It's really one of America's most affordable cities where you can work a high paying job and yet have a very affordable cost of living. We also have really loved the access to the outdoors, hiking, paddling, caving, biking. Huntsville really is a super up-and-coming destination for out the outdoor scene, as well as for nerds everywhere to unite. <laughs> yeah, speaking of nerds, one of the things that's really, that's really big there is, obviously, they call it Rocket City. So you have a big aerospace uh, function going on, and there's a big military base there too, correct? Sort of. The military base is almost all engineering. So it's the Redstone Arsenal. It has aerospace engineers in it. About half the engineers work at a place called Research Park, and the other half work at Redstone Arsenal. There's very few military or even government workers on the arsenal. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just remember when we went through uh, to actually take a tour back at, back at TBEX, there was a checkpoint. Uh, there was a military checkpoint in order to be able to get, actually get onto the campus there. Absolutely. But it's all engineering on the other side. Okay. Yeah. So we're basically kind of keeping the nerds away from everybody else. We're kind of fencing them in, so to speak. (laughs) You'd have to build a big (laughs) fence all the way around Huntsville. (laughs) 
Nice. Okay. So, so when people are planning to visit Huntsville, there's the one airport that's there, correct? Correct. And they do call it an international airport, though it is fairly small. And I remember at the time it was pretty expensive to fly there, but I think that the prices have really come down. Absolutely. The airport used to be the most expensive destination in the U.S. because of all the per diem government travelers. Now the prices are comparable to all the other airports around. There's not as many budget airlines, United, American, the major carriers come in, but very few budget airlines are flying right now. Yeah, I was doing a little research ahead of time, and I'm a big Southwest Airlines fan, and there's potential that Southwest actually may be coming into Huntsville. Absolutely. We're courting Southwest hard, but they haven't signed the line yet. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to that, that when that happens. So when, uh, when people are planning their trip to come out there, what time of year should they plan on visiting as far as like weather, festivals, major attractions? Spring and fall, definitely for the weather. The flowers and the weather are just perfect in April. Everything's blooming. It is gorgeous. And then in October, you've got the changing leaves, which is also beautiful as well. It's actually the southernmost, one of the southernmost cities with really outstanding fall color. That sounds really cool. Yeah, that's one of the things that coming here, you know, being in Nashville versus in California, we actually have leaves that change colors, you know, so it's it's really pretty to see that in the fall. Absolutely. So we're we're flying into the Huntsville Airport. And now it's time to get, to get into town and go explore. Do we need to rent a car? Is there public transportation? What's the best way to get around? You have to rent a car in Huntsville. It's a very spread out city. This is actually the first city I bought a car in seven years. So you have to have a car in Huntsville. Okay. So now that we're renting a car and we're getting around, uh, what's the parking situation like? Is it expensive or is there like plenty of free parking? How does that work? Parking in town is fantastic. Mostly free parking. There's going to be some paid parking in the hotels downtown, but there's other than the downtown corridor, free parking everywhere you go. I love free. So <laughs> when we're now in town and thinking of where to go, as far as uh, you know, setting our head down for the night, what hotels should we should we think about, or is there certain areas of the town that maybe we should prefer versus others that maybe we should avoid? Well, let's go good, bad, and ugly to answer this one. The two absolute nicest places to visit Huntsville are downtown and Madison. Downtown, especially the Twickingham, is old Huntsville, where Madison, especially Providence, is kind of new Huntsville. So there's actually clusters of hotels in each of these locations. And the bad or rather perfunctory places to stay are kind of more closer to the airport or to Redstone Arsenal. And these hotels aren't really bad. I mean, they're definitely nice enough, but they certainly cater to business travelers and to engineers. So it's more engineers on per TM. So they're they're functional and fine, but not amazing. And then when you get into the 72 East and 256 corridor, it gets a little bit into the funky zone. Not like you're going to lose a kidney funky by any means, but it doesn't show off the charm of the city. Yeah, that's really good. That gives people a a really good idea as far as where to go, uh, where to book their hotel. Uh, Okay. So now that we're in town, we have our hotel, we have our car. What should we do? Like, What are some of the great things to do while we're in town? People come to Huntsville first and foremost for the Rocket Center. It's the world's largest rocket center. It's amazing. Saturn V space shuttles. I mean, space nerds everywhere come here, and it's awesome. 
They have kids space camp, adult space camp. You gotta go if you love rockets. And if you don't love rockets or want to do something along with your rocket vacation, there's some really cool history in town. What the Twickenham Old Town District is one of the best preserved antebellum neighborhoods in America. There's community walks, Halloween haunted walks, and it's just a really great way to come out and see the way life was in the antebellum South because this community made it through the Civil War basically unscathed. And so it's really cool there. And there's other things, too, that are neat, like you can go to the Constitution Village, and you can see where the Constitution of Alabama was signed. 200 feet away, you can see the footprints of Buzz Aldrin just out in the street. So it's just old Alabama, new Alabama, right next to each other. And it's just a neat little town to visit. Nice. Well, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then I also saw, you know, for people that, again, are more interested in nature, there's a botanical garden in town too, right? Yep. There's a really beautiful botanical garden. And like I mentioned earlier, there's also a ton of hiking just right outside of town. A lot of them are actually springing up from neighborhoods. There's the land trust, just beautiful nature and big springs park in and of itself has got lots of baby ducks in the springtime and beautiful green grass and tons of people like to go there and just enjoy their time and picnic. It's really lovely. It's definitely a a pretty outdoor forward town. There's some really neat paddling trails and mountain biking is pretty, pretty big here as well. Oh, right on. Well, let's go back and talk a little bit about like the rocket center. Cause I know when, when I was there, it was pretty incredible. Just I mean, you hear, you see this stuff on when rockets are launched on TV or you know old videos and everything. But when you're actually standing next to a rocket and you see how massive these things are, it, it's really breathtaking. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little about like the the rocket center and some of the things that you can do while you're there? So the rocket center, I would give you two basic advice for that. You can either go shallow or go deep. And you hit it right on the head. When you're up next to a Saturn V and you see how big the booster is, it is absolutely amazing. And for some people, that's all you need to get the flavor of space. So you can come to Huntsville and you can have what they call the beer garden. It's a beer truck roundup, and it came from where the German scientists used to have their uh, company picnics building rockets. So you can come to the beer garden, have a bratwurst, and eat under the Saturn V for the price of a beer and a bratwurst. And so that's every Thursday night during the summer months here in Huntsville. Or you can go deep and take one of the extended tours of the Rocket Center. They have tours that get you onto the Redstone Arsenal. You mentioned there's a military checkpoint, but they have a way to uh, to sign you in and get you through. You can see where the original test stations were for the Saturn V and where the astronauts were in tanks learning how to walk in outer space. So that's more of a technical background and they also have a summer series or a a lecture series and you can come in during the lecture series and you can hear from the actual experts working at nasa you know the nasa headquarters is here the international space station headquarters is here so all the professional astronauts all the people venturing into space and leading all the space projects are here in huntsville and you can hear how their projects are going and what the future holds for space coming to the lecture series at the uh, air and space that sounds really amazing Uh, especially for you know for children or even adults that are really into space this is like the place to be absolutely 
Well, obviously, I talked about my son going to space camp, but I didn't realize there was an adult version as well. I mean, I, you know, I think there's the kid inside of me that would really want to do that myself. Let me know. We'll go do it together. That would be fun. Okay, let's see. Let's talk about some of the other things that go on there in, in Huntsville. I know there's a lot more to the town than just the Space Center. So there's an outstanding concert center here. So the Von Braun Center has a couple venues on it. They host concerts all through the year. They have a decent symphony. They have you know theater. So it's a really great concert venue. In fact, one of the things that got put on hold this year, but that's coming, is a it's the largest concert venue in Alabama. Oh wow, that'd be cool. Like for me in Nashville. Huntsville is only about 90-minute drive south, pretty much directly south. So it's easy to get down there. Actually, speaking of the airport earlier, I didn't realize uh, until I started looking around for it that actually they have a, a global entry sign-up center. So we actually drove, because we were able to find an appointment, we drove down from Nashville to Huntsville to have the, the appointment, get my son's global entry renewed, and then uh, hung out a little bit and then drove home. It's it's pretty easy place to drive to and get to. Absolutely. We've been really loving that, all the access that Huntsville has to different areas here in the South. We've been really enjoying getting out and exploring. And we even came up to Nash- came up to Nashville over December. Nice. Well, we'll definitely have to hang out when you come back up here or when I come down there. When we were there in Huntsville, obviously we, we drove down in the morning, got our global entry taken care of. And then while we were there, we're like, you know what, let's find some place to eat. And one of the places I found, and you know, my, my son and, and I are really in the barbecue right about now, and we found a place called Ted's Barbecue over in Madison. I think that's one of the areas you talked about that's a little bit one of the nicer places to, to stay. And they have an amazing brisket that's only available on Wednesdays. What are some of your favorite places to eat? There's a new place called Fat Sammy's, and it's kind of like a tiki bar, really cool vibe, really good tiki drinks. So we've been loving it there. We've been on the quest for the the best pizza in Huntsville, and and we we think we found it, so we can get into that later. For upscale dining, we really love Cotton Row. I actually had the opportunity when I was there the first time at T-Bex to go um, with a couple of other travel writers to a private tasting with um, the chef from Cotton Row, James Boyce, who's world-renowned chef, and he was just such an interesting guy, so personable, and his cooking skills are off the chart, just amazing. And so for a special treat, we really love going to Cotton Row. We actually um, went to Cotton Row for a celebratory brunch after we finally finished moving in as a treat to ourselves. Um, once we got, got all done with our moving in and everything was put away and all the boxes were gone, I have to admire you. I've been here in Nashville almost two years, and we still have a few boxes left. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you eat when you were there at Cotton Row? What did we eat? We ate the Diver Bay Scallop. Oh, that's right. There's enormous scallops. They're juicy. They're buttery and so good. Oh, wow. That's making my mouth water. <laughs> nice. Say if my wife and I are driving down and just going to spend like a, a nice weekend, just the two of us, where should we go for just like a, a great date night for your dinner, drinks, maybe a little dancing? I really like the area of Campus 805. They've got Yellowhammer Brewery on one side and a couple of other little speakeasy bars right there. I can 
not remember the name at this. No, Lost Highway. That's the name of it. Lost Highway right next to Yellowhammer, who has live music. And in Yellowhammer, they have a pizza place called Earth and Stone with really fantastic pizza. And they have amazing homemade boozy ice cream for dessert. And then they have a really cool field where people play frisbee, frisbee golf, that sort of thing, just kind of an open field. And then you've got Campus 805, which has got a bunch of little breweries. It's got a hidden speakeasy. It's got an axe throwing place. So you can kind of cruise around Campus 805, which is actually an old middle school. And in all of the different classrooms, they have different bars or entertainment venues or restaurants. There's a really neat new restaurant called Hops and Bach, where you actually get a bracelet and you can go to multiple taps and get tasters or full glasses of all different kinds of beers, wine, ciders, and then they have really good Mexican food as well. That's really awesome. Yeah, I remember when we were there for TBEX, the Campus 805 was, that was the first time I'd experienced something like that where it was an old converted school and they kept like the, the character of it and just kind of embraced that whole theme where they're able to make you feel like you're back in school, but this time you're an adult and you have uh, all the knowledge and experience, but uh, now you can actually drink and enjoy yourself. I thought that was a really fun place. Definitely. Another really fun place, but more kind of for the daytime date is Lil Mill. It's super funky and creative. It's actually the largest public art space in America. So you just go and wander the three different floors and sometimes they have musicians and stuff playing in the center areas. Different artists have different stalls. You can go in and purchase art, speak with the artist, that sort of thing. So that's pretty cool. That does sound like a lot of fun. Kind of speaking of art, when I was looking at Huntsville.org, there's a, another cool thing. It's at the Huntsville Museum of Art. They call it $5 after 5 p.m. And then after 5 p.m. on, on uh, I believe it's every Thursday night, it's $5 mission and it's $5 glasses of wine. And you can go around and hang out, uh, mingle around uh, the Museum of Art, check out all the art. It seems like a, lot of, like a good place to go on, on a Thursday. It absolutely is. And the Huntsville Museum of Art is right in one of our favorite parks, Big Spring Park. And so the city of Huntsville has three entertainment districts where you can drink outside legally. So you can uh, drink and wander around Big Spring Parks or the entertainment around Campus 805 or downtown Providence. So all the different bars around Big Spring Park, like the Museum of Art, uh, next door they have a pizza and vino. Across the lake, there's a brand new tiki bar that opened up. All these little places will give you these purple solo cups, and that's your permission to drink and walk. Well, that's really fun. I mean, I think it's one of those things. I mean, obviously, not everything revolves around alcohol, although it is fun. But uh, you know, it's good that they allow people, they allow adults to be adults. You know, as long as you're you're being cool and not doing anything bad, uh, it's okay to kind of have a drink and, and enjoy yourself and explore the town. I think that's a good way to do it. Huntsville is an amazingly polite town. When we moved here, we realized how nice everybody were because you have the deep south culture and you have the nerd culture. And they blend together to this perfectly polite, wonderfully hosted and friendly town. Absolutely. I mean, I will. I, I do have to admit this. When I lived in California and I heard that T-Bex was going to be in Huntsville, I'm like, Huntsville? Why would I want to go to Huntsville? I, like, it just wasn't even on my radar at all. At the time, I was more of a fan of like the bigger cities and everything. But after I went... 
I had such a great time. And like you said, everybody was so friendly and nice. Uh, the great food scene, obviously the craft brew scene and everything. It just kind of won me over. And when I was looking at the Huntsville.org website, I saw there's a, a really cool thing they have. For me, there's a craft brew trail, which is good because I, I want to be able to try out all the beers. And you can get a card at either one of the brew stops or at the uh, the visitor center. If you hit all 11 and you get a stamp at each one, they'll actually give you a trail boss o- bottle opener, which is kind of kind of a cool little thing, a little souvenir. Uh, but they also, for my wife, she really enjoys coffee. And they actually have a, a craft coffee trail as well. Yep. I don't like coffee. I couldn't tell the difference between them, but I know my wife would really savor all those different flavors from the different uh, coffee places. Oh, there's some amazing coffee places. There's one place, Gold Sprint Coffee in downtown Huntsville, and they make the most beautiful lattes. They have crazy ingredients. You can get a blue latte with golden flakes. And their green tea lattes are beautiful. And they just have really neat coffee and tea lattes that are as aesthetically pleasing as they are tasty to drink. Oh, yeah. My wife's going to totally love that. (laughs) And it's right next to Lowell Mill. So you can go to Lowell Mill and Gold Spring Coffee in one, two. It's just cool. I'll I'll be waving across the street while I'm drinking my beer and my wife's having her coffee. (laughs) (laughs) so okay uh last thing before we go into the final countdown is if you want to have like a great breakfast in huntsville where should we go for that well as i mentioned cotton row has an amazing brunch really really good there's another down home local place called um blue plate cafe that's also really really good and any other suggestions then I really like Mason Dixon Bakery. Oh, yeah. Mason Dixon Bakery is amazing. And if you're a vegan at all or gluten-free, they've got amazing options for you. Oh, nice. That's good to know because I know that that, uh, a lot of travelers are really worried about that right about now. So, okay. Again, thank you for sharing all these excellent tips for Huntsville. I know I'm going to be checking all these out when I come down there the next time. So now it's time for the final countdown. If a traveler only had time for one meal in Huntsville, where should they go and what should they eat? Um, As we mentioned earlier, it's definitely those seared Maine sea scallops from Cotton Row. They are phenomenal. That sounds really good. Now, you've only been in Huntsville, I believe, a short time, uh, but I'm sure you've been out kind of exploring and have some pretty cool stories already. What's your most memorable story? Most memorable story was my first time in Huntsville. Much like you were like, I don't know, Huntsville? And it was so cool I moved here. So that's, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of cool, you know, when when cities just kind of win you over. I mean, same thing happened here with us in Nashville. We came here just for a visit, exploring everything around. Uh, originally, we were we were thinking of just buying a rental property here, but just the vibe of, of the city just really won us over, and we're like, you know what? If it comes time to moving, this is definitely the number one on the list. Okay, so like we talked about, there's a lot of great brews and local breweries and craft breweries and everything, but where's the happiest happy hour in Huntsville? Honestly, I really think it depends on where you end up at 4.30 p.m., whichever entertainment district is closest, whether it's the downtown Big Springs Park area, the Providence area, 
or the Governor's Drive Corridor, which is where um, Stove House and Campus 805 are. Stove House is another really neat area. It's old warehouses that are now different storefronts and restaurants and bars, and you can, um, they have a big open air area as well that you can sit and picnic. So depending on which one of those three entertainment districts you end up at, you can just wander to different restaurants and bars and enjoy a variety of happy hour delights, if you will. <laughs> nice. I want to make sure we give the audience something particular. So if you were getting ready to head out, it's four o'clock, you know, you're getting ready to head out for the evening. Where would you go first? Campus 805, the first and premier entertainment in Huntsville. That's a good choice. Now, whenever I travel, I always want to check out the local pizza to, to see which one is the best one. Where should we go for the best place for pepperoni pizza in, in Huntsville? So as I mentioned earlier, we kind of have been on a quest for the best pizza in Huntsville. And after tasting many, many viable options, we really thought Earth and Stone was gonna win. That was our favorite from the first time we came. But we found one that has closely edged it out for number one in our book, and that's Mario's Five Points. Ooh, that sounds, that sounds really good. So is it more of like a, like a thin crust or like Italian style, or how would you describe it? It's kind of an Italian style. I'd say it's more thin crust. I'm a sauce girl and they have a really nice kind of slightly spicy, garlicky, really savory sauce, really high quality ingredients. And their crust isn't just a plain old dough, just a house the ingredients on. It's got a really nice flavor and consistency to it. Oh, that sounds good. I may have to drive down there today to, go, <laughs> to grab some. So, okay. Now I know you travel a lot. Uh, you have your own website talking about all your travel adventures. What's one of your best travel tips? Our best travel trip is to travel as you live. If you're the type who wants to be outside having adventures and the travel guide says you want to be in a street in Paris on a cafe, sitting coffee and going to museums, that's not gonna work for you. And likewise, if you love museums, what are you doing on that zip line? So travel as you live and do what you like to do on your vacations, whether it's a weekend or a month. That's a really good tip. Yeah, I didn't really thought about it that way because uh, like, I'm more just kind of open to, to all experiences, but that's a really good idea because you, you hear about sometimes people go on vacation, they come back like, oh, I had a horrible time. And maybe it's because they are trying to do something that doesn't align with, with what they really like to do. We hear that a lot. Jen and Ed, I really appreciate you coming on to the show. Uh, we've been friends for a few years now, but the audience may not know who you are. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and if somebody was interested in learning more about Huntsville or more about your website, what's the best avenue on social media for them to reach out on? Well, we run a website called Coleman Concierge, and basically our audience consists of adult professional travelers that are empty nesters, no nesters, with a large disposable income, who really like to travel experience and adventure first. And then, because we're not spring chickens, like to fill it in with super comfortable, unique places to stay and really delicious food. So that's the kind of content you're going to find on our website, Coleman Concierge. We've got a lot of adventure, a lot of romantic getaways, and a lot of eco-travel and sustainable travel content on our site that we like to cover. You can definitely reach us on any of our social channels. We're very active. We're Coleman Concierge on Facebook. On Instagram, we're Coleman underscore concierge for our main account, which is mostly wildlife and landscapes. And then we have a secondary lifestyle account called Concierge Corner. 
And then on Twitter, you can find us at Coleman Concierge minus the E because Twitter doesn't allow for that many <laughs> characters. And the same goes for Pinterest. We'll have links to all your social media on all the on the show notes. So that way, if people want to reach you, they can definitely find that option. So again, thank you for coming on to the show. And we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. And you better give us a ring next time you're in town. Big thanks to Jen and Ed for coming up to the show and sharing the tips about Huntsville. Show them some love by following them on Instagram at Coleman underscore concierge. Send me a tweet at We Travel There to show your favorite thing about Huntsville, Alabama. All the links we talked about today can be found at wetravelthere.com forward slash Huntsville. We want to say thank you to Acorns for being today's affiliate sponsor of the show. With Acorns, you can invest spare change automatically on every purchase that you make. Plus, you can earn found money by shopping at participating retailers. This is a great way to easily build up your travel fund. For a limited time, when you sign up at wetravelthere.com forward slash Acorns, we'll both earn $5. Join us next time as we head to Detroit, Michigan to speak with my good friend Andy Hill of marriagekidsandmoney.com. Andy and I talk about the Detroit International River Walk, the Motown Museum, and the Detroit Auto Show. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe, that we don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. Mm-hmm.